Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of... Let's have a drink. The Potty Casty, where we enjoy the a beverage. Potty Casty? Potty Casty. That's potty, P-O-D-D-Y, anyway. not P-O-T-T-Y. Oh. This is not a potty cast. <laughs> we don't want to talk about toilets. Uh, definitely not to this week, at least. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's good to be back. It, it is. It's always good. Every yeah. week, you know, we come back, coming through it, uh, finding new things to talk about, which I think is... Like we say it all the time. I think it's one of those things that we, the fact that we can come back every week yep. and do a full hour of just you and me chatting. Just hanging out. And like we used to be like, you know, first season was all about guests and then second season was like, maybe not. And now we're on season eight. We're like, we don't do guests anymore. We don't do What are guests? What are guests? <laughs> it's way, it's way simpler if we just like kind of get in here and, and do our thing. So yeah, don't get me wrong. It would be fun. Um, and I still want to keep it on the back burner for us, but it is a lot easier for us to just, you know, pick some stuff we want to talk about, sit down and have a chat about it. Um, speaking of which, there's been a nice bit of a a crisper chill in the air. Yes. I'm wearing uh, pants. More days out of... Th- yes, exactly. Exactly my point. Opposed right? to me wearing shorts, not not wearing pants. Yep. It's finally, I think, um, going to get closer and closer to a Sohoita weather. Yes. And I'm very excited for it. It's definitely happening pretty quickly, which we like. Um, any sort of adjustment there works for us. We've been looking forward to some fall weather recently. So um, it's making its way. And we like that. Yeah. Especially spooky the season is on the way as well. We're usually out in the evenings, like doing some sort of thing. So if it's cooler in that regard, I'm happy. Like that's where I would notice it yeah. the most and be actively participating in the change of yep. the weather. So yep. I mean, I just, you know what? I just want to wear a sweater and leggings to work one day and not want to die. Sue me. You were really mad yesterday because you got, apparently somehow your sweater got stained. Like a brand new sweater you got. You were super excited to wear Yeah, it. I don't know if it like had smudged up against something, but I, I think we're in the Must clear. Have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're good. Um, I think my uh, my determination to get it out worked. Um, but yeah, it was kind of upsetting because I was like, what? Brand new sweater. Brand new sweater. Yeah. That's why I don't buy sweaters until like I, you know. Well, it was stuff weather, that was going to No, I, I get it. I get it. It's a nice sweater. It's a really nice color. Yeah. But um, anyways. This week, guys, we are so excited to bring another one, uh, another beer from one of our favorite places. Yeah. We got it from Flux Brewing, Brewery, Flux Brewing in Flux uh, Brewery. Scotland, Ontario. Um, they're a yeah. wonderful brewing place. Yes. I've uh, been there a couple of times. You've only been there, I think, once. Twice. Twice. Yes, twice. Once on our own, and then once we went with Lucas and Tessa. Right. Uh, my brother. Um, and so, and I've been there a handful of times myself. Yeah. So, great stuff. Um, we got this week a nice dry hopped kettle sour called Revelry. Yep. Uh, I believe it's a new brew from, uh, their, I guess like their summer. This Fairly this, new, yeah. It is definitely newer. Um, and cause we went oh, there in good. the spring, I think of this year. Yep. Um, and, yep. and so the fact that they have it now, they didn't have it before. It's pretty new. So yep. super dope. Give it a sip. You yeah. love your sours. I want you to see let's, how it goes. Let's, let's have a sippy poo. Yeah. Uh, we got them in our nice, beautiful flux glasses as well. Um, and they're just, yeah, they're... Ooh, that's refreshing. Do you like that? Yep. Any flavors coming off your tongue there? Because I want, I want to I don't know. It's definitely more on the tart end. I can't, like, um, pinpoint anything specific. Uh, I know a lot of sours tend to have a lot more fruitery, fr- wow, fruitier tones to them. Um, this one is a little bit more toned down in that department. It is very much on the, because I think, again, it's that dry kettled, dry hopped you know, sourness um, to it that's kind of like causing that. But I, I quite enjoy it. It's very refreshing. It has that's that quite little good. tart bite to it, and I like it. It's It's got a good like orange like base, though. It's, yes. It oh, absolutely. Like, 
which you know a lot of sours do hit the either the citrus or the really sweet side and then like a bear and then just tart always because it's supposed to be a sour um i like this one this is mm-hmm. this actually tastes i don't know if i was just crazy when i had it uh when i was there this weekend but it tastes like a, lo- a little bit stronger than having it in the glass i think because it was fermenting a little bit longer in the growler to yeah. like kind of sit there and collect some right then some like oxygen. straight out of the you know the yeah. keg into the or the tap into straight the from the glass. tap into like you know it's yeah. obviously it's supposed to be had right from the tap so whatever we're getting now is a little bit yeah off the but that's no i love but it's it so good I, lo- I love getting stuff in a growler and pouring it out of there honestly just though, having a good time with it again i know i know we i got a bunch from from flux they have a great selection of beer uh a beer for everybody too yeah um, like my mom doesn't drink too much beer she they have a blonde ale that they've always had called night shift yeah um they've had it since we've known about them, think right when they opened, yep. um, you just because you need an, an easy drinking one. So, um, and she just had she had a bunch of those, so that was good that she was you know actively enjoying them, which we like. Um, and they had a, they had a food their food truck, uh, tacos and ice cream was uh, was lively there too. We had some some nice tacos. Yes, yeah, it sounded good when you were describing. It yeah, I think it was like, I, I think they had a chili cheese taco, which had a bunch of normal chili right. cheese toppings and then tater tots. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that sounds good, man. But yeah, yeah no, this uh, this one's definitely a refresher. I don't know because there's not as many like extra like kind of fruit undertones I'm getting injected. I don't have a lot to say about the flavor, but it definitely uh, feels light on the lighter end of like uh, a a beer, I should say, and the sour beer because sometimes they do sit a little bit heavy with everything they have going on. Um, so yeah, thoroughly enjoy. That's exactly what I thought too. That's why I grabbed the growler of it. So I'm like, this would be really easy to drink from the podcast. It's not sitting. It's pretty simple flavors, not super powering on any of those. Um, I guess like tasteful. You're exhausted today. I can't stop. I don't know what it is. I can't stop yawning right now. I'm just the one talking. Like I've. No, I'm sorry, talk. and I'm trying to like interject, but then it takes like it. You're still finishing your sentence, and then the yawn comes on, and then you have to keep talking because I'm not ready to yet. I'm sorry. Man, you should have had like a coffee or something. Yeah, apparently. Did you have coffee? This I morning? have had no coffee today. That would probably do it for you. I, we we are out of iced coffee. I don't know. Well, make an actual coffee and put some ice in it. No, yeah, coffee on a warm I gotta wait for it to cool down. It's gonna take hours. You're gonna ask me to drive you to Tim's. Get a nice coffee, quick. You will. Right no. Around right around the corner. No. I got you, boo. I got. I got you. Well, it's too late to offer that now because now I want to ask you to do that, and we got a busy night ahead of us. So. Well, now, you, well, I mean, you, like, that depends. But if you want to, just you could just grab a coffee no matter what. Okay. Well, if you we'll need talk, to wake we'll, up, yeah, we'll talk. We'll later. talk. We'll, I'll see. You, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Okay. Peace. Okay. Um, anyways, we have a, also a beautiful episode of content this week. It's been a, a beautiful episode of content. We do. Well, we, I love it. You. We usually get to mm-hmm. some pretty nice conversations. That's true. Oh, sorry. What? Before we get to intro and into what we're talking about this week because what we're talking about this week is about marvel we sh- we saw well, that's what i was gonna say i was gonna bring it up i was gonna bring it up as of recording this episode on monday labor day happy labor day everybody yep post labor day by the time it comes out anyways yep, yep. by the time we're recording this we would have seen shang chi and the legend of the ten rings oh last night sheesh Oh my God, you guys! Such a good, such a good movie. I was gonna, I was gonna save that and give a little snippet of that too. Sorry, uh, I, I we, couldn't wait because, any longer because I before I usually want to get like all the content, content uh, in the after the intro. It's it's Marvel related too, so I might as well yeah. throw it into it, the content of Marvel. Okay, so, so where are we gonna full wait then? Marvel episode. Okay, so right now we're gonna roll the intro. Roll it. Let's have it.
Let's have a drink. And stop it. Okay, thank you for that <laughs> intro. We love it every single yes. week. Yes, yes, Patty yes, Boy. Yes. Patty uh, Boy, Legato, shout out. Legato, uh, I always forget, Rouge? Rouge. Legato Rouge, yeah. Legato Rouge. Uh, we love it. Um, but this week, we, or I mentioned before the intro, Marvel. All Marvel, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because you mentioned it earlier, too, I'll let you speak more to it. Shang-Chi. We watched Shang-Chi yep. and Legend of the Ten Rings over the weekend. Yep. Fantastic movie. Yep. What You told you even woke up this morning. You said uh, that was a great movie. That was a great movie. I don't know. It just had like a really fun story, a great balance of like um, – the like humor and like more serious tone. Um, the actors were phenomenal. Really loved it. Um, I kind of liked that we you know hopped back and forth within time and could kind of like you know they did. I I don't know. Like sometimes uh, flashbacks in films can kind of seem contrived because it's like why not just to figure figure out another way to tell me? But it was kind of nice to actually like witness where these characters came from rather than just have to trust that it's going to fully come through on their performance. Yeah. And then if anything to the flashbacks, like when they did react to stuff, I'm like, I understood them better. Um, anyways, really fun story, really great actors. Um, the actual visuals of the movie were beautiful. Oh my Lord. To watch. It was, it was an incredibly well CGI'd movie out of yeah. a lot of Marvel movies. This one yeah. is, is up there. Like literally probably my top five favorite Marvel yeah. movies. Uh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. And it just got me like real fired up about what's next. Man, it, it I just, mean, just really started to even kind just of like having a second Shang Chi that fires me up. Like, yeah, that's what like it said. The Ten Rings will return. Okay, so we're getting a second Shang Chi. Well, at least like the at least well not necessarily oh, like so. You're silly. So the actual like army that his dad had is called the Ten Rings yes, after but, the okay, Ten Rings but, that he wears. But, uh, so uh, at the end of the movie, oh spoiler alert! I guess for the no, post credits spo- scene. Uh, no, don't spoil that one because that one's pretty new stuff. Okay. Well, anyways, it, when it says that, I don't think you grasp the fact that they probably just meant the army. Mm. Well, with the end credit scene, like who's inevitably, you know, dealing with the Ten Rings now and like the the army, like it's, she'll she'll be back. Or, or yes. they, they will be back, right? Yes. So that means I think yeah. there's going to be either another Shang-Chi or like some uh, something to do with their family. Or some sort sure. of other offshoot movie, yes. Yeah, but nothing – I don't think I don't think it's too much leading to like the Ten Rings themselves will return. No. Like I, I think we're going to get – we have to get yeah, a sequel. We're never, getting a sequel to that movie. Yeah. We're not just going to get them into another movie. You know what I mean? Right. That's how I see it. Like I don't – I think we need a sequel to Shang-Chi. Well, obviously. Whatever it's going to be called. But they're not just going to throw the Ten Rings in Doctor Strange in the multiverse. They're not just going to throw – Well, no. If anything, just Shang-Chi is going to be in Doctor Strange. I think – oh, with, yeah, for um, sure. With Katie. Like The two be. of them, obviously, because – anyways – we're going to spoil too much. It literally just came out. We yeah. don't want to say too much about it. Um, either way, guys, if you really enjoy Marvel, um, if you enjoy, um, like, or if you're excited to, like, see all the newer stuff that's coming out, definitely watch it, especially any sort of movies, like, um, any sort of, like, martial arts-based movies, any movies kind of, like, looking into more, like, mysticism when it comes to the Marvel Universe. Um, definitely check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Enjoy One, it. Wonderful movie. Uh, theaters are open for us. I hope they are for you. I'm, I'm most places they are. Um, I'm pretty sure it was just Ontario that was holding t- out for a while. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend uh, as a Marvel film. But yep. um, this week... We are coming back. Uh, we we started and and have been actively watching the new Disney Plus Marvel series called What If. We um, we've already mentioned to you guys that we're going to be talking about it, and so this is the episode. We have three episodes to go over because 
they're pretty crazy yeah and they're fun to talk about we we usually have a pretty big spiel even after we watch it and then we mm. save most of our thoughts for the episode the pod yep um and so we have episodes from two to four are what we're talking about this week which are um what, what if, if Star- t'challa oh, yep. was this was a was the star lord i guess it's the star lord t'challa becomes star lord the third episode was what if um the world didn't have its mightiest heroes. Yep. Whatever it's uh, the wording of it. And then the yep. third episode was uh, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yep. Which those titles are lengthy and the, but they and they give a lot of information, uh, but they really make you think. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting with right from the get go, episode two, what if T'Challa became a Star Lord? Now is such a good one, you guys. It was a really great follow up, I think, to to the Agent Carter one because that really kind of got you excited and fired up. Um, and then this one was a lot of fun because of how many like ripple effects it has within like a decent chunk of the uh the marvel universe by having t'challa be the one to be taken instead of peter quill yeah and the funny thing about it i had my my thoughts and theories of what what would be the decision because all of it all of what we know about this series is that every episode comes and rests on one decision right and so this decision i thought theoried okay well yondu takes peter quill so then instead he actually takes um, his decision is to take a different kid. But mm-hmm. like the story behind it is that Yondu is told to take P- Peter Quill and he knows it. But the decision is that instead of Yondu going to look for the kid, he, sends he, leaves, it to to his, the kid. he leaves it to his assistants or whoever they are, um, his shipmates, yep. and they're Dumbos. Yep. So they pick the wrong kid. They beam the kid up and it's T'Challa yep. from Wakanda. They beam him up from Wakanda. It's crazy. Um, don't know how that happened, but... But then Yondu freaks out. He's like, this isn't the kid. Of course it's not the kid. Like, why? Mm-hmm. This isn't Peter Quill. Yep. Lo and behold, still the same, you know, activity activity as Yondu and Peter Quill would have. They yeah. have they form a relationship. Yondu mm-hmm. raises him. Mm-hmm. And... Well, I think the motivation there, too, for T'Challa to stay is the fact that, you know, we kind of saw at the very beginning before he gets beamed up is that he has this very, like, adventurous um, and, and curious spirit. So he kind of was like, oh, I want to see the world out there. So then he ends up staying on the ship with them. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the same thing, like, as you mentioned, they, they kind of grow this bond together where Yondu is like a father figure to him. And he, instead of just kind of like, he turns the Ravagers into more of like, true Robin Hood figures that actually try and make a difference rather than just like um, people who um, are like scavenging and like transient like, within the instead universe. of actual ravagers like yeah how, exactly how, right? exactly um, and then we kind of see this like whole new scenario where like Thanos doesn't you know basically like I'd like trample on the entire universe and like all these different planets because, as he makes his way in, through trying to like go for yeah. his quest for the stones. So then like the collector ends up being this like total, you know, um, madman of the or tyrant of like space. Right. Well, so that's like the, that's definitely the broad story. That's the, that's the, you know, what plays out in the episode. We do see a couple other things. We, we don't, cause, because with the origin of like, you know, Guardians and Star-Lord and with all of the story, the, the characters yeah. from Guardians, they meet because Peter Quill takes the stone, um, the power stone, and yeah. then, you know, has to go back to the city, wherever they are, 
and fights, you know, Rocket and Groot and stuff in the city with Gamora mm. and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. I don't know exactly what Thanos was up to when T'Challa stopped him, but that's what we know is Thanos basically doesn't start destroying other planets. There's one planet where T'Challa comes in and kind of like talks him out of his yep. his mindset, and Thanos and him become friends that way. Yeah. So within like five minutes of this episode, we get Thanos comes into the picture and it's like he's like a happy guy. Like yep. he's like he's chilling well he's well not so happy but he's definitely more chill and like mind you he's still you can tell like he t he tells people his plan like he is kind of bought into it and there's this like running joke that he keeps calling it efficient and everyone keeps calling it genocide which yeah. is what it is but um, that's what he always says too mm -hmm. like even in the but he's definitely like less motivated to actually go through with it yeah now which is which is definitely because a, he's got a good life with, yeah. with t'challa and, and t'challa's team yeah um, and, and then and we see nebula is people. kind of like not as um like damaged because she hadn't spent all those like all that extra time, like under his thumb. Oh, I forgot um, about Nebula. In this, in the same way, and like she's kind of like off on her own doing her thing, and like kind of, you know, this weird, you know, will they, won't they thing mm -hmm. with, uh, with T'Challa. So yep. yeah, I think we do see Drax at some point too. We do see Drax, yeah. Um, and they're like basically in a nightclub for a big portion of um the beginning where they, yep. you know, they're trying to develop these characters, um, in this new timeline. Yondu's pretty chill. Yondu's like assistants are pretty chill. Yeah. They're all like actually just like buddies and they're yep. just trying to like actually do good mm -hmm. with what's going on. Like basically be the Ravengers, but instead of ravaging and stealing and collecting and blah, 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 they're trying to, um, I guess, stop the collector from gaining more power. Yeah, and they're trying and, to just better save. the universe around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just comes, stems directly from T'Challa and his modesty. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, his, his, drive for good yep, that has exactly. always been in T'Challa and will never not be yep. which which is exactly what drives all the other characters and stuff exactly so yeah it, it was really interesting to see that that kind of ripple effect it does have and 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 how these like characters can kind of evolve into something a little bit different um and I really enjoyed the kind of like once T'Challa kind of realizes what had happened when he was younger um the kind of like push and pull with you know being upset with Yondu and then kind of them coming to an understanding because he's learned so much. And then we see at the end of it, they end up going back to Wakanda, all of them. And, and really kind of it's it's more of a instead of like a further battle or lots of like animosity, it's kind of like a melding of two families, yeah. um, which was really cool to see as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, re really enjoyable episode. Yeah, it was because I think the, the big twist was that the collector basically becomes the main villain. Yeah. T'Challa and his team fight the collector and the collector's team. One thing that I thought was the funniest part was in the original series that we all know and love in like on the MCU. Yes. Um, Thanos has his minions. He's got this big like Hulk looking guy. He's got that weird Squidward looking dude. Yeah. And then he's got those two like ninja parkour guys. Yep. Those characters are in the what if episode, but they're the collector's assistants now, yep. which I'm like, that just is hilarious. It totally yep. makes sense. Um, but then in one scene where T'Challa is uh, fighting the collector to stop him, we see the collector has possession of every MCU weapon I could ever think of. Like yep. we see uh, Mjol Mjolnir, we Mjol see Captain yeah, America's shield, we see... Yeah. Um, I think like Hawkeye's bow, like we see yeah, like all of, of shit, all yeah. of these weapons that yeah. he's just like, I guess, earned and collected because, you know, who knows what is happening now, yeah. uh, which I thought was crazy.
Like, oh, he's probably a, pillaged that from like, you know, everybody. Of right? course, of course. But then it's like, if that's where I was like, okay, well then if you have all of that, where the hell is everybody else? Like, yeah, where exactly. are they? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, really good episode mm-hmm. shows you how well, uh, T'Challa, um, you know, how, how much of an impact he can have on the universe and how much mm-hmm. he did when he came into the MCU in yeah, that phase. Absolutely. Cause he came in pretty late. Like, yeah. Black Panther, the movie, yeah. was pretty late into the scene. Well, they were really, I think, starting to ramp up into what would become the the kind of the big punch of, like, the next wave of uh, of Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, forgetting, like, where they actually have their faces start and end. I'm just, I just mean where things had really started to ramp up. And, um, and I think you had mentioned to me, so, like, it was in the credits, it was actually Chadwick who had voiced yep. T'Challa in this episode. Yep. Um... And I think you had mentioned to me that you had, I think, read something that that had been the last project that he did with, that, with Marvel with Studios. Marvel before he passed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I want don't want to say it, like confirmed one hundred percent, but mm-hmm. I did hear that was either one of his last or his last, uh, yeah. you know, projects with yeah. them. Um, I don't know what he's if he did started stuff with uh, Black Panther two. I'm gonna say doubtful because. Timing. I don't. I don't think. But so, uh, yeah. but yeah. So uh, that's what I like about this this uh, series as mm-hmm. well is we're getting a lot of of the original actors and actresses as they're voiced. They definitely characters. tried to get as many as them as you can. Like if you're paying attention um, to them, especially the most recent episode, which we'll get to in a little bit, yeah. is it was basically I think except for like one. like actor that i recognize the name of like that they had doing a voice of it was literally everybody else from yeah like from the movie there's a lot of main people that's for sure like they got thanos's uh voice they got you know chadwick they got nick they already have samuel jackson they have um hawkeye's character whoever that was jeremy renner yeah i don't know if they got mark ruffalo but maybe we did see that they did i'm not 100 sure uh pretty crazy stuff we like it oh he did they did they did sorry yeah, it just yeah, clicked in my head that yeah did. um so that was that was the one the kind of more of a later episode uh was episode we haven't seen yeah um the second the one episode uh episode three of the series was what if the earth didn't have its mightiest heroes yep. now that basically is what we all know it is uh, yeah. Basically, the Avengers die before they can even get formed. They they get serial killed. They, they is do. actually what happens in the episode. Yeah. So <laughs> they 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 get hunted and they get killed. Um, yeah. Right, like in, instantly. I think who yeah. who dies right away? I think it was Hawkeye. No, Thor's the first one to die. No, not even close. Iron no. Man's the first one to die. Oh, I sorry. Okay, whatever. You Man. still got it wrong anyway. Um, Iron Man's the first one to die. Then Thor. Then Hawkeye. Then Black Widow. Right. And then I think Fury finally Oh, and realized. then Hulk. And then Hulk. Hulk dies. No, Hulk dies, and then Black Widow dies. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's basically it, I think. Uh, yeah, wait, and then, no, Captain and then America. We didn't... I don't think we got He him. wasn't even in the episode. Exactly. Anyways. Um, no, wasn't he? No, he wasn't in the episode. Hmm. Anyways, and then Nick uh, Fury realizes that, you know, it's, it's all in connection with his Avengers initiative, because these are all... Um, beings or people that he had files on and was looking yep. into. Yep. After Thor dies, Loki comes down with like all of friggin' Asgard's Asgard's army. Oh, basically, yes. strikes a deal yes. like, "Hey, like if we're gonna find out who killed my brother, or I'm gonna literally 
like obliterate this planet. planet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they end up figuring out, um, kind of Nick goes on his, uh, his mission to figure it out. Cause he realized he's like, Oh, I'm at risk now too, because yeah. like I'm the one creating the Avengers initiative. Yeah. And then it was something um, that part of what like made him click in was a message that a, a voicemail that Black Widow had left as she was doing some digging because she kind of figured out what was going on. Yeah. And then um, had tried to call him, but then, you know, died before she can get. Yeah. Um, she was doing more most of the, the spying uh, of trying to figure yeah. out who was what was happening here, yeah. which I actually they brought Scarlet back for that, by the way. Mm. ScarJo. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. I don't think she'll yeah. leave like. She did the whole Black Widow movie, so she's still kind of Yeah, active. I know, but now she's pissed at them oh, no, about the dead. release, so who knows yeah. what happens next. Uh, but anyways. Now, now her character's dead. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy because even to think about some of these deaths, you know, I was like, who who would be a villain right now? And mm-hmm. uh, it was, you know, it didn't make any sense to me. They, they were dying in some pretty crazy um, mm-hmm. strategic ways. Once they... So, yeah, so they were dying in pretty strategic and, like, mildly improbable ways. Yep. Um, so then finally, I mean, obviously, spoiler alerts for this one because you really kind of have to explain Oh, it they, these are all spoilers for sure. Yeah. Um, but basically what happens is um, they figure out between, like, um, Natasha and Nick that it was um, Hope Van Dyne who died because she'd been working for shield that had something to do with her death because of certain files that were like accessed or whatever yeah and so then nick um goes to her grave in the cemetery and hank pym comes out of the shadows and he looks like mad scientist crazy yep yep like something broke in his brain um so yeah and then it was obviously he's pissed because hope died because of Uh, shield uh, and because of nick he blamed he blamed them blamed nick and then attempts to you know kill nick fury and then nick fury and beats nick his just, ass like literally this is the funny part yeah matrix the fuck out of him. yeah it, meanwhile like all of these other mighty heroes that hank pym is like killed using his like ant-man powers and nick is like swatting ev- him like every fly in the galaxy like just friggin smacking him mm-hmm. down and it was mm-hmm. amazing yeah definitely got his ass whoopied um which we love yeah um and then we, we kind of get this other, like, right as soon as the fight ends, like, Hank's, like, kind of beaten up, kind of confused. Like, yep. how are you, like, you know, why how are you winning this? And they kind of have a talking, and then it reveals that Loki and, and Nick are, like, basically working together. They're using some lo- some of Loki's magic yep. to, to you know, hallucinate or to, um, I guess, to... To illusion, impersonate to, and then to, copy to, to himself, make, to, yeah. to come up with an illusion for this fight, which was really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was great. There was a little little connection there. Yeah. Um, and it's fair. I think I think for the what I saw too, like it, it makes sense that Hank's pissed, but it was really cool that we did get a a sort of flashback into how Hank killed all of the Avengers, and he just he was just basically Adam Small, like he was yep. he was tiny, 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 yeah, and he snuck in like no problem, got his got his thing going, and that's that's all that mattered, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of dope because it makes you think like. Um, how quickly some of these how, powers can be used for complete destruction. Like literally how easily mm-hmm. he knew that he could kill these crazy, like he could kill all the Avengers. He literally killed a god. With just, yeah. And the Hulk. Again, yep. I'm sorry. I It still makes, it blows my mind that he was just so, so easily able to kill the Hulk. Yeah. Like easily. Yeah. Um, so pretty crazy stuff. Uh, and then they kind of fight. And the end result of that is that... Nick obviously explains to Hank that every hero that gets recruited to the um, the Shield Initiative, like to to Shield, mm-hmm. uh, does it at their own fruition. Like yep. he says, you know, they all joined and they all fought 
they knew to what protect was at the stake, people around yeah. them. They knew what was at stake. If they like, they died at the Watch of Shield, but it was because they chose to and they fought their hearts out to get that point. And yep. that's beautiful, obviously. And then Hank kind of was like, okay, whatever. I don't know if he. I don't know what happens to him after that. I, I'm not. I don't remember my. This was an episode that when we were trying to recall which ones we were going to be talking about today, it took us longer to remember what this one was. Yeah. Because now that like it is coming back to my memory and we are talking about it, there's definitely some scenes that I was like, yo, those were dope. I was fired up about it. Mm-hmm. But like having stepped away from it and having the other episodes to consider the episode as a whole, I found a little bit forgettable, obviously mm-hmm. um, compared to some of the other ones. So, yeah. And so I think we still, uh, Captain Marvel still exists in that kind of timeline. Uh, Nick, Calls it on does her, because he has sure. like the little thingy. Yeah, but the end of that sh- episode actually comes to that Loki rules decide like comes up and you know gets to rule Earth. He like literally yep. he runs the government. He's like you know you I I can st-, like, he, basically they they figure out Hank Pym. They work together and I'm not sure what kind of deal they made, but it seemed like Loki was like I'm I can stay here and like help you guys yeah. if you just give me the power to do it. Yeah. Uh, so then he starts rolling things, which is yeah. pretty, pretty. Yeah. So I'm sure that'll lead into a, a episode later on, but yeah, we, we might. So. Um, and we're definitely getting more of the very like twisty turny, more in depth of the, this MCU stuff. Um, right. some characters who come like Hank Pym's not a popular character, but now he's the main f- driving force of that episode. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, you know, T'Challa, Star-Lord, whatever. I think they're just really making use to the character, making use of the characters they've set up. And I find being able to pull in these other characters kind of makes it feel like more of a connected universe, which kind of brings right. me back to what I really actually also loved about um, Shang-Chi was that we saw Wong everywhere in this movie. Everywhere. And like we're gonna, they were oh. fully setting things up, and again, to even in the um, uh, conversations with like other very small characters, like they they're aware of the world that they live in, and they remind you that you know this is a post you know um, snap world, right? Um, so the fact that, it, but yeah, mostly it's just it's it's I'm here for the Wong references. I'm here for his little cameos because I am um, Trevor. Trevor's the Trevor's carrying the MCU yeah. on his back. Yeah. I saw I saw a clip of of him from the Spider Man movie and then him from Shang Chi and I was like, he's got some funny lines and yeah. he's yeah. and he's sticking through. They, they're still really using him, which I love. is super funny. Um, but yeah, overall, like it, it again, it reminds you that it's like, oh yeah, like I remember you know this coming up here and it makes yep. it a fully connected, living, breathing world. And I love when they do moments like that because then it also just sets up for later movies as well. And you can kind of believe that they they're all becoming more and more aware of each other. And the fact they are so quick to be like, you know, you're special. Get ready because you got to put that to use right, now. Yeah. Right. So um, it's a lot of fun to be able to watch that. But anyway, so the final, most recent episode that we had on the docket was the doctor if what if doctor strange lost his heart instead of his hands this one was intense this one was by far my favorite yes um absolutely. and there's a couple of reasons why i, I love any what, doctor strange I have one, story oh man true i won main reason but uh this one was was definitely my favorite um it's the most recent one we watched so it's definitely the most uh in front of our memory yeah but uh so for those of you who may not know the Doctor Strange story, obviously he gets in, in the Doctor Strange movie, gets into a car accident. He's a doctor, very, very talented uh, neurosurgeon. Uh, neurosurgeon, I think. Um, yeah, he's yeah. a neurosurgeon. Neurosurgeon. And uh, he basically breaks every bone in his hands. 
uh, and he has to get Mason surgery. They're and he like actually torn up. There's like nerve damage. Absolutely brutal. Um, impossible to, to rework it back into to a good spot. Um, and that was, you know, in an accident, a car accident where he was being a stupid idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. In this version, I guess the decision he made was that instead of driving to this banquet or this event that he was being uh, showcased honored at, and yeah. honored at, thank you, alone, he actually decides to bring Christine, yes. which is his uh, nurse or his assistant at work. And then his. She's a doctor. She's a doctor. Uh, she's oh, yes. She's an yes. ER doctor, right. first she's a, of she's all. She's her own doctor. They have had this weird again back and forth thing like even in the original mcu movie um they it was obviously heavily implied that they had had a serious romantic history together they still work together obviously they didn't work out but they have um definite respect for each other and obviously still a lot of chemistry so yeah the implication with the beginning of the episode with what the watcher says um is that you know he's made a decision to kind of maybe open himself up a little bit more and invite christine for the night and um you know, it's kind of implied in the MCU movies how important Christine is to him. Yeah. Um, whereas I think this episode kind of brings it to the forefront just how much um, of an important figure she yeah. is in his life. Um, and yeah, so basically what happens is, you know, because, it, because it's not just him, um, it for some reason in this timeline now that, you know, they maybe have a little bit more of an open romantic connection compared to the one we see in the movie and he decides to invite her um to come to the um to the event with him is that um in this car crash she dies and it becomes an absolute point in time it cannot change um which i would imagine the same thing would be if maybe he had tried in the mcu movies to go back and prevent his accident and prevent losing his hands that is something that's an absolute point in time that cannot be changed because it made him who he was meant to be which was dr strange and then that's what we kind of see gets explained to him by the ancient one in this episode is that he can't change that moment in time without ruining the fabric of reality because it made him who he was it made him be able to defeat dormammu it made him to be able to become sorcerer supreme it made him who he was supposed to be. It made him Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. Like, it made him one of exactly. the most powerful beings, one of the most like respected beings, yep. uh, superheroes in the entire yep. universe yep. and timelines and everything. Um, and absolutely crazy. I don't know if I missed it, but it was there because in most of the other What If episodes, yep. they give you that decision, uh, te- like Seesaw. That they were like, this is the decision. I didn't think we got it. This I think episode. they've been pointing it out less and less over the course okay, of the that's episodes. What I thought. Because yeah. really, you didn't have that moment of where things were different because it had already happened prior to the episode yeah. in the um, serial killer one because yeah. we didn't see Hope die, right? And, and Hank So, yeah. yeah it I got an, you. I got you. you so, know, yeah, so this one was I think a they're making way. it a little less but, obvious, whereas they kind of had to show you, like, oh, hey, it could happen anytime. And, like, here's that moment where things yeah. change. But um, it was, yeah, the, the, the main thing, I guess, the difference in scene that I I saw was just you know um christine was in the car but in the original she wasn't but yes. um so basically yeah she dies and he, he does everything in his power well we see we see the aspect in, in the main part of the show we see uh, everything in his power to be able to bring her back so what yeah, he so discovers he kinda... is it's an absolute point in time he travels a but i know you were talking about it i'll get back to you okay let me let me talk a little bit and then i'll throw you the baseball okay yeah. Um, so basically he, he travels back in time, makes a decision on his own to, to do so and realizes, uh, the ancient one actually comes through and realizes and and tells him that it's an absolute point in time. Pretty crazy shit. I like that concept of time. I like that there, there is absolute points. I like that there's some things that you cannot change Mm -hmm. no matter what. 
Um, certain things were always meant to happen. Yep. And I think it also spoke to the fact that he kept going back and every time, like no matter what he did, like there was certain versions where he didn't even get in the car. He didn't even pick her up and she still died, whatever she did every that night. Every time. So it was starting to get so like, you could tell he was getting so frustrated and I think it was continuing to break his mind even more um, on top of the hurt he was already feeling from losing her is that he can't like literally anything he does doesn't change the fact that she dies that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's for a specific reason. Right. Yeah. So that's, I think that was super intense. I also wonder too, like, cause obviously I wonder what else had changed in their relationship prior to what we see in the episode in that universe for that to be what it was rather mm-hmm. than just her being in the car, but just her death in general um, because of the Stephen Strange that we see in our MCU um, the, in the movies. The fact that like, you know, it was more so his accident and his hands that he lost rather than, you know, um, losing her and having that be the one and only way that he can become Doctor Strange right. in that in that uh, version of reality. Right. Um, and then we just progress kind of through this story of him struggling to come to terms with it and then him battling with the Ancient One. Because up to this point, too, where he starts to go back in time, like he has done the only thing that really had changed was the fact Christine had died and he didn't lose his hands. He still sought out the mystic arts to try and come to terms with things. He still did all of the story that we saw in like the MC and the, in the movie version. He still went all through that. He still did the Dormammu battle and he still succeeded and all of that. And then finally one night he just went, I'm going to go take the, I mean, he still became the keeper of the Ayagamoto. And then finally he decided he was like, okay, I'm going to do something about this. Yeah, on, so which, is, they- which I thought was really crazy because I wasn't sure. As soon as I saw the title of the episode, I was like, okay, this could go on a like a tangent. Like, does he like he would not become Doctor Strange? My, I said that to you right away, mm-hmm. and then they basically skipped a lot of steps because they were like, he still does everything. Like, he still becomes Doctor Strange. Yeah, because what I told you, the point of that was, is he lost his heart in like the metaphorical sense. Yes, is he lost like. The love of his life, essentially. Well, yes, and, and and so that he obviously, but in losing whether it was his heart or his hands, he still decided to do something. Yeah. But it was the difference that as soon as he became Doctor Strange after losing his hands, there was nothing really left to do because he knew where he was at. He knew what he could do. He knew how strong he was. He knew how far he's come. But then after, like with losing his heart, with losing Christine, he does all of that, and then he goes. There's still something I can do. I can. Yeah. I have the. I have possession. I literally. I have to gatekeep the eye. Well, I, I think Agamotto. he was more apt to kind of um, in the movies when he lost his hands yeah. to be like, oh, I'm. You know, I can be the true, like a true hero. Um, and he kind of. It was more of a self journey of mm-hmm. his own. Um, sorry, excuse me, guys. Motivation, personality, um, all that kind of stuff. He learned to be, it, again, it was a story of someone who is very selfish in their life, learning to be a lot less selfish and a lot right. less cold. And that was his story. Whereas in this one, it kind of, you obviously see a little bit of that, but Christine is what brought some of that joy and softness to his life. And she was gone. Um, and he still went through his journey to try and like center himself and find himself again. But he was still missing that. And the temptation of having all of that power, I, at your fingertips and not the person that you care about most in the world and knowing that you can do something about it is, yep. you know, finally just pushed him to the edge. Yeah. And, and it definitely did. Um, so there was basically one time where he makes a decision to go try, go back in time, tries to save her. She dies every single time. Great. Which I, yeah, just lots of, lots of scenarios that I was like, well, why don't you try this? And then he does try it. I'm like, she still dies. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. We discover it's an absolute point. Yeah. What happens is basically he then wants he he then figures out that there's a couple things he can try to do to change an absolute uh, absolute point in time. He was tr- he was told by the ancient one. Uh, she came down, I guess, through time through yep. magic. Uh, she came through and and told them, you know, you cannot change an absolute point in time. It's always been written. There's no way to do it. I guess through. Uh, Cagliostro, the the books of Cagliostro. Yep. You can, uh, you can. There's, there's somebody's done it before. You can somebody amass knows, enough. Somebody power. knows how to do it. You, you can absorb enough power. So he goes super dark, super evil. Doctor Strange he absorbs like, some mystic beings. I was gonna say we go through a montage of him just basically leveling up. Li- and he, and he, and he, for days. Well, he was told that he actually lives. He does that like through centuries and he yep. freezes his time he freezes his own time so he yep. doesn't age and night and day goes by mm-hmm. and so the people like the, a friend around him a person around him dies but he hasn't aged a bit he's still living he's still going mm-hmm. he's stronger than ever yeah. uh with these beings and uh and then basically we find out that when the ancient one came down to stop him yep. and told him it was an absolute point she used the the magic from the dark whatever the i forget. dark realm or the dark whatever. realm to basically split the timeline uh in two so then you get the decision he made was whether he should go back in time and, and save christine yeah. or to just not go back in time yeah. and we get those two timelines split so we get a doctor strange that decided not to um and, and he just move takes, on he takes the eye off his necklace he says you know i'm just gonna leave it here i should like not go do some crazy shit and then we get the dark one so then they have a big fight i i, I want to explain it but you guys can watch the episode there's a lot of good content to, yeah. to kind of follow through. and it's crazy too because like at one point um when he's doing his stuff with the mystical like learning all these spells to absorb the mystical creatures the it cuts to the watcher no this is where i want to jump i didn't want you to ruin okay it. well it kind of so basically what okay. happens is the dark side the dark Doctor Strange wants to absorb the real Doctor Strange to get his power. Yeah. Because that will, as soon as he's that strong, yeah. he can then actually change an absolute point. Or so he believes. Yeah. Once he basically loses the fight, uh, the the real Doctor Strange loses the fight. Uh, he gets absorbed. The, the, the dark Doctor Strange, I think it's the Strange, I don't know what his actual name is, but... Um, he he basically turns into like this really evil like crazy. Well, because he being. uses all of the beings' he's power that to, to obviously reduce the absolute yeah. point. So he becomes mutated based yeah. off of all of the attributes of like the yeah. different creatures that he's um, absorbed, and then obviously like um, I again yeah. So, so I guess we'll, so we then, won't spoil yeah. too much. So, obviously, so then I the got scene cut off, the so. scene basically basically becomes. Uh, calm and he reverts the entire because this is this all this fighting this fight scene happens at the death of christine in the yeah. car accident yeah so he pulls her out of the water revives her but he looks all gross and like ugly and like, like he looks creature out. like he looks like a creature she freaks out crazy crap happens basically what happens is is he couldn't change the absolute point there wasn't a way so no. he was the the re, the reality the fabric of time was tearing around yeah. him cuz he's not supposed to change an absolute point because you can't in time. change an absolute point exactly he, he's like this isn't supposed to happen what is going on and then what happens at that point which is my this is why it's my favorite episode i love this part was because he's so involved with controlling time and the watcher is all about overseeing time and space there's a point where the watcher's looking down on this fabric of, of reality breaking. And they're like floating up on this rock or whatever. And Doctor Strange like was like, who are you? Like, 
help me. Like you've been, I, you've been no, here he this knew whole who time. He was. He's like, I've read about you. Right. Um, you can yes. do something to change this. Like you need to help. Yeah. Like yep. I don't want this entire like world and, and reality get, to be yep. like punished because of me. And he's like, I'm not supposed to interview. And you get a full shape of the watcher. You don't just get his like eyes in a silhouette. Like you get the watcher. He like there. actually like he, almost peeks right into the universe. Oh, it was so And he's cool. like, I can't do anything for you. You've done this for he yourself. Says, says, I can't I can interfere. Only, he goes, I can only oversee. I do not change anything. And and that's the best part is that's the watcher. He sees all timelines and ex- yeah. that's his stories. He's explaining them. Well, because- he knows too that like if he, he even says earlier in the episode um, that like he's like, I, you know, should I try and tell him what he's doing is on the dark, on a dark path and blah, blah, blah. He's like, if I interfere, it's going to ripple out into every other reality that I oversee. So he's like, I can't do anything about it. Um, and then that's what he tells Dr. Strange as well. So then Strange basically just left there with his entire reality falling apart. And this Christine eventually drifts away and it's literally just him. Yep. And the whole weight of what he's decided to do hits him and it's crazy bananas. Yep. And then the, basically the universe blows up. I forget the total end of it, but it just kind of, yep. it kind of fizzles out. Yeah. An absolute crazy scene yeah. to get the watcher peeking in. I know. That was cr- – I never thought that would happen. Well, again, think of it again, too. You mentioned time, space. Like, he's in touch with the mystic arts, multiple dimensions. Of course, he's going to be able to communicate with the fucking watcher. That's like- the, but that's the craziest thing. Like, to me, that's that's mind-bending. No, like, like it's, it's super dope. I just, like, if there ever was a character – The whole movie, the, the watcher's controlling – or not controlling, but, like, literally the, 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 the MC of the whole movie, and then this guy's just like – yeah, what's up, dude? And they just chat with each other. It's crazy. Well, yeah, like I, I mean, obviously it's crazy and it's super dope. I just, fa- I, um, what I was trying to say is like, out of all the characters to be able to do that, like I would. It would be Doctor Strange. I, I totally so I'm really agree. glad that they actually did go there and include that in the episode. Yeah. I think that's what I'm saying too. Is it's yeah. the fact that Doctor Strange has always been, you know, the the so so involved in time travel and time. Uh, it does make sense. So the best episode i'm yeah. I'm just, like i love that one yeah i want to watch it again yeah. uh great stuff real crazy shit um and this is a great lead up though because uh if if, if for the fans who have been watching the doctor strange this, this no this what if episode the doctor strange movie is going to be big um yeah, I'm super of madness movie spider-man movie is coming up they're going to be so huge for the mcu um and these are these are just getting me more hyped oh absolutely because i'm seeing these i'm I'm hearing these characters voices i'm seeing these characters being played and, and they're they're doing crazy stuff mm-hmm. i've never seen them do even yep. though it's an animated series yep. it's you know it's it is what it is yep. it's really really neat to see these these small decision making yep. changes yeah for sure and again i continue to like the overall like art style and like music to the show like it's just a really fun time um but then it also again to thinking of just like how hyped up it's getting me like i i think another reason why like last night when we saw um shang chi like it was it hit me and i got goosebumps so many times because it was the first time in a really long time i've seen anything marvel related in a theater since like endgame basically blessed and it just it like hit me and like and since we've seen kind of this like mega story essentially like we've we've had all these smaller shows and like you know i mean black widow was really the only movie release like we haven't had anything since end game as a movie Um, yes so as a movie so to be able to go and see that and and sit there and kind of go holy shit like things are ramping back up again i was like this is gonna be big like i'm just so excited like i'd go and pay and see that movie again like oh yeah i i I would i would too i I mean i thought i now that i'm thinking about it though too 
uh, about the the shows and the movies that have, or the shows that have been coming on Disney Plus over the last year. Mm-hmm. I think about how much crazy shit happened in those shows. Yeah. And like, that's exciting. But what, what made it for me was that it was in the theater. Yeah. I think that's what it really was. It was what, in the theater. It's like, a different experience, the, 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 man. The crap that, like, the, like that, the scenes from Shang-Chi were crazy. Like, like you have to see it on a big screen at least though, one time of watching The power it. of those rings, I've, ne- I've, I've never seen anything like just out of nowhere. Just like that's, that's power. And I think what I've always enjoyed in both DC and Marvel is when they kind of do a touch into the mysticism of it all mm-hmm. um, rather than just like science or like regular heroes. Like there's that kind of like mystical magic to the world that, you know, you can tap into because like at this point, Anything can happen. Um, I always enjoy those stories a lot. So I really love that this kind of next phase yep. seems to be very much touching on that, yep. which is going to be fun between um, Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange. Um, and then obviously anything to do with like um, No Way Home, Eternals. I'm Eternals? so pumped for Eternals. Eternals is going to be better than Shang-Chi. Mark my words. I don't know. I think no, I'll I'm, like I'm them not, equally. I'm not kidding. Like you, you're getting... The Eternals has they have powers, dude. Like they they're crazy. Yeah. And we saw one of the newer trailers last night for that, and that just looks. I'm just stoked. Yeah, I'm, that's pumps. I think that was the first time I've seen a lot of material. They're about hiding the- a lot from that one. That's the main thing about it. Yeah, they're not giving us a lot, mm-hmm. and so that I was gonna say that that trailer that we saw while in the theater before the before the movie was the most I had seen on that movie in a while, mm-hmm. if ever. Um, and it got me. Fired yeah, up. A lot of good movies coming up. We saw a lot of good uh, trailers in the pre-credit or the pre uh, the pre-show of, of previews. The yeah, previews. The previews. Loved it. Uh, a lot of good movies. We're probably gonna have some some to uh, bring to you guys yeah. uh, throughout the next. I think we still have an episode, probably the second last or last mm-hmm. of the season. We're gonna go through some of the yeah. movies we've seen recently. And actually, when's uh, when's uh, the King's Man supposed to come out? Oh, that's. I think that's like October, November. Okay. Well, I I, we, I vote. I vote. Not. I vote. Um. Whenever it does, whatever season we're in, we do a review episode for you that. You want to do that? Yep. Yeah. I'm down. That, yep. Kingsman is uh, my favorite movie. Uh, Kingsman. Pumped. The first one is probably my favorite over the second. Uh, but that one's just going to top it for sure. I'm super pumped. You, yeah. It's literally them fighting Rasputin. Like, yeah. what more can I'm, you ask for I'm in a so movie? <laughs> like, so that's excited. crazy. Yeah. Uh, such, such a classic. But anyways, um, guys. Anyways, Marvel forever we love you guys um i hope you guys are big fans and watching the show with us if you guys haven't been watching what if i'm and we kind of spoiled a bunch for you guys um but if it, if this episode didn't convince you to watch it watch it. like it's it's so just good do it it's just more marvel content yeah more crazy crap that happens um yeah. and and we, we we've really we've been really enjoying it so mm-hmm. absolutely so i'm stuttering beer okay. was this beer like an eight percent jesus no it's like 5.6 is it actually 5.6 yeah that was it yeah okay we're just just too excited anywho um i don't know what we're doing next week but we can't wait to talk to you guys again to 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 talk i I don't know i just that's just all of what happened with you right now (laughs) just anyways guys thank you very much for joining us yet again hopefully you had fun with us listening to us ramble and chat about all things marvel as well as a few other things in our lives anything else you want to say lover uh like our instagram page we're narrowing into 100 followers uh share the episodes around you know you have a friend who loves marvel share this episode with them uh please we're not a Marvel-only podcast, but our Marvel stuff is really 
really good stuff. Uh, and that's basically it. We will catch you guys next week in the next episode. We love you so much. Peace.